The comments heard on The View from a Pew are those of Mac McCoy and are not necessarily the opinions of his guests, his producer Garth, any one particular denomination or religion, the church lady, Mr. Lemke, Pastor Craig, or anyone else of sound mind and body. Now here is today's The View from a Pew, heard all around the world on YouTube. Just search for The View from a Pew. Thank you, Emily. We appreciate you and appreciate you listening today. Uh, We thank you. Many ways to listen, local radio. Uh, Also, you can listen to us on the Internet, which I think everything comes on the Internet nowadays. Uh, But we're on our Facebook pages. We're on YouTube.com. If you're on Facebook, uh, go to The View from a Pew, and you'll see these programs uh, every single day. My co-host this week is back from vacation Delmar Austin, and we are talking this week about the meaning of the cross. And we've talked about uh, the gospel. We've talked about legalism, which is something I really uh, enjoy hearing about because it, 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 uh, it convicts me. It tells me, hey, Mac, you're still a sinner, no matter how much good you try to do. And I think all of us are, are tempted to go in that direction. Now, we didn't get this uh, into yesterday's show, but I wanted to ask, what's the difference between obedience and legalism? I really think it, it has to do with our attitude more than the specific things that we do. God wants to make our lives obedient to him, but he doesn't want us to do it for the sake of our getting approved by God. He wants us to do it because we love him and we trust him. You see, our faith is in him. And therefore, we know that what God wants us to do is the best thing for us. Right, yeah. So it's a, it's a whole different attitude. So uh, if we weren't running down a road of legalism, then we run down uh, the road of universalism, which we hear all the time. What is that? Well, this may not be quite as common as as legalism, but this is uh, this is universalism. It's called universalism. It's basically the idea that eventually all people will be saved, that God will eventually reconcile every person to himself. And this is actually quite appealing to a lot of people. Recently, there was a, a pastor of a fairly large, well-known church that announced that he believed that's what the Bible said, that we're all going to be saved. And there was, uh, you know, there was a lot of conflict over it uh, because a lot of people don't believe it's in Scripture, and he eventually was let go from his position. There are, there are Christians today that do believe this idea of universalism. The God is going to save everybody. Why? Because God's a God of love, and he loves everybody. And God can't see anybody uh, being lost, and so therefore he wants to just save everyone. In last week's show, I, I, I made the comment um, that maybe God's grace is so big that even Satan gets a chance to repent and spend eternity with us. I've never gotten so many emails over that statement. And it was kind of a universal statement. And I realize now uh, that I'm not a prophet and I can't see on the book of Revelation. And that's probably never, that not probably, that will never happen. Well, it just isn't in the Bible. 
And, you know, if it isn't, but again, why do people go down these directions? Why do they go legalism or universalism? They go these directions because they're looking for some kind of assurance. I, okay, I'm a sinner. I'm born a sinner. I know I've been saved, but I want assurance <laughs> that I'm going to be saved, that I will be in heaven someday. And so sometimes it has people leaning in the wrong directions. Yeah, that's not leaning towards Jesus at it's all. Not. It's not. Yeah. It's looking towards some other answer. And uh, basically, it is suggesting, it's throwing out the idea that all roads lead to heaven. Now, from a Christian point of view, this is not true. The Christianity teaches that there is one way of salvation, and that is through Jesus Christ. There, there are good teachings in every religion around the world, good moral teachings, but only Christianity explains what God has done to save mankind. And the only way that a person responds to God is through faith in his son, Jesus Christ. Uh, I'm Mac McCoy. My co-host today, as always, is Pastor Delmar Austin. And uh, this is The View from a Pew. And you can hear it every day, 4 o'clock Central Time on your radio station. And, of course, anytime at YouTube.com. Uh, and then just search for The View from a Pew. Um, I think it's interesting that well, for instance, and I'll talk about this a little bit more in length some one day, but I've I've met a real true atheist, and um, he he t and he wanted to meet with me, and uh, when we first met the first time, we've only met twice, the first time I didn't bring my Bible, and he told me at the end of that uh, couple hours that he highly respected me because of that, because he he knew. Now, i got to say this. He knew that I knew that he was an atheist, and therefore, if I came and beat him over the head with Bible verses, <laughs> I really was playing the game the way he wanted to. Right. And I didn't. And he, of course, is inside of this universalism. No matter what, I'm going to go to heaven because I'm a good person. Right. And it, it sounds like, as you listen to the universalist ideas, it sounds like something that's... Uh, uh, appealing. It sounds like something is good, but the Bible doesn't teach that because there is a problem with sin. <laughs> that goes back to what we talked about. The foundation of the gospel is based on the fact that we are sinners, that we turned away from the ways of God, and that God gives us the opportunity to respond to him in faith, but you don't have to. God doesn't make you do that. But there are consequences for our, our behavior. Just like there were consequences for sin, for the sinful choices that Adam and Eve made. And there are consequences for the choices that we make. There, there always are consequences to sin. And one of God's purposes is to finally destroy sin and the effects of sin that are in this world. But yet, even though Jesus did that, we still have Satan whispering in people's ears, oh, no, 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 you got to do more. You got to do this. You can't do this. And, and that wasn't his message while hanging on the cross. It was, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. Well, Satan is a liar, and, yes. and Satan uses all sorts of techniques in order to confuse us. 
yeah. and to get us to turn in some of these wrong directions. And I believe universalism is one of those things. If you go to Scripture and you look carefully at the themes that are in Scripture, I think you can see that universalism just doesn't apply here. There are, there are two ways that the Bible presents. There's heaven and hell. There is life, eternal life, and there is death. There, there are those that the Bible says are righteous. There are those the Bible says are wicked. There is a broad way that many people go, and there is a narrow way that Jesus talks about. So there's, there's two different choices that are made all the way through Scripture, and people have a right to make those choices. Well, and, and a lot of times people who I'll go back to my atheist friend because we are friends now. Yes, you know we we uh, I don't beat him over the head with a, a a rubber bat with Bible verses, but I also I want him to know that Jesus will save him. But I I don't know if this is correct or not. But I told him that if he would just pray to Jesus and really reveal yourself to me, and I said you don't get to say I want to find a hundred dollars in my pocketbook. Right. It's Jesus, I know you can reveal yourself to me in a way that I'm absolutely sure it's you. He won't do it. He won't ask Jesus to reveal himself. Maybe he's fearful of what that may, may mean in his life. Well, I think it is. And oh. I and I told him that. Um, but this universal uh, universalism is the way that people go. If everyone is saved, then what happens to my freedom of choice? It means nothing. That's right. Then you really don't choose. Then really that makes us a robot that ultimately is going to be convinced that God is right. And so we're not, it's not like we're really making that choice. I believe... And we don't have the whole story, of course, in Scripture. But I believe that Lucifer, as a perfect angel that God created, had plenty of opportunity to change his mind. Yeah. And, and to say, no, I, I'm wrong. I'm going down the wrong path. I need to listen to God and, and trust in God. But instead of doing that, he's very proud of himself. He's very self-assured that he's right. And so he moves farther away from God. And you know what's funny about that is we all know people uh, that are like that. I was like that for 50 years. Yeah. Well, uh, I'm just going to uh, stay close to God, but I'm going to do what I want to do and not recognizing that I had a God, and it wasn't Abraham's God. It wasn't Jesus' father. It was me. Universalism kind of goes along with the idea of I can live my life any way that I want to live. I can make whatever choices I want to make because ultimately I am going to get the reward at the end. So it doesn't matter. And God says it does matter. It yeah. does matter how we live in this world. I saw a meme the other day on social media that said if all people who were alive knew what the dead people knew everybody would be following Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right. So that we've got three days so far under our belt for the meaning of the cross. We talked a little bit about uh, unfolding revelation, especially in the gospel message, the good news and the not good news. Then we talked about legalism, 
uh, man's law and how man's judgmental. And then we get into the universal system, uh, which you know people who believe that. And those are the ones that simply say, and I have a child that says this to me, Dad, I, I respect what you believe and I know you've changed, but I'm a good person and I know I'm going to end up in heaven. Now, that's my own daughter, and I can't witness to her enough. Oh. Well, she's not asking for Jesus in her life. And doesn't everybody need to do that? I believe so. Yeah. All right, we're going to come back tomorrow, and we appreciate uh, you taking the time to uh, listen to us. You can always email us at Mac, M-A-C like macaroni, at The View from a Pew. And uh, make sure you get that right, The View from a Pew. And what the name of that means, it's The View. There's only one view, and that is the way that Christ tells us to follow him. But APU means everybody can be sitting there and receiving this, and uh, that's what we're looking forward to. All right, tomorrow, (laughs) the search for assurance, once saved, always saved. We'll talk about that. My guest, of course, as always, is Delmar Austin. We appreciate you being here. And thanks to the good folks at Divine Christian Store, uh, because they're the sponsor that brings this to you. And you can go in their store, and there's tons of wonderful stuff to choose. It's like a kid in a candy store for me. But you can also go to divinetruthchristian.com and order anything you want online. Thanks again for sponsoring us. And thanks for listening. Find to Christian Store, where you'll find more.